Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of To Be Continued. It's your boy, C. Ham. And of course, you can't spell champion without it. And you already know I got my folks with me. It's the man, Devil Trigger. I ask you no more childish games from kindergarten to the mat to like a Bible verse from the heavens. Ask my man, Matthew. Let's get it. Yeah. Devil Trigger. (laughs) Who else we got with us? Oso, a.k.a. O to the so, a.k.a. General Cornwall Wallace. That's General. General. And of course, we have an amazing guest on the other side of the camera with us. I'm going to go ahead and let him introduce himself. My name is Matthew Pike. I go by Matthew Pike, even on my PSN network, it's Matthew Pike. (laughs) I love the consistency right there. That's amazing. Who has a top consistency? Matthew. Right. So so there's the right. So so Oso, is that bear in Spanish? Is that where that comes from? Oh Oh, man. I feel like this is our first guest. Yeah, most people don't most people don't know. Mm -hmm. Oh dude, that shirt is what? We gotta that send him a shirt what? for being. The, we gotta send him a shirt oh, for being the first yeah, person. Yeah, we gotta send you one now. No, seriously, would, like we've done a lot of like had a lot of guests and we've done a lot of Skype calls and Zoom and things like that. And I think you are the first guest we've ever had that knew the meaning behind his clothing line. Exactly. And his nickname. Well, it was I, crazy. I would rep that shirt so fucking hard, so hard. Oh, man, thank you. Like, what size you wear, bro? Hard. Uh, right now I'm a comfortable medium. <laughs> that's a perfect we're we gonna give him we're gonna give him a limb limbden yeah we gonna large <laughs> he said he said comfortable you know because sometimes yeah. you have those those uh football sundays and, the you gotta win- get and the yeah. winter is coming I, tr- mm-hmm. I try to stay i try to stay away from the schmediums but uh you know <laughs> sometimes that always doesn't work out to your you know, your advantage uh you know because there's still a couple things i got to work out now that the gym's back open but uh I think um, a medium would be fine. Yeah. I, um, I definitely going to make sure we get that to you. Yeah, I love it. Great. Well, I, I dig it. We'll roll right into Thanks. it. We'll go ahead and let the folks know what you do, Matt. I, we see you're in your lovely ambiance of your studio, just like mm-hmm. we are. So go ahead and tell the folks what you're into. So I started in the music business, if you want to say it like monetarily wise, I got paid for my first gig when I was 14. And at that time, I played drums. Nice. I played played drums for a long time. I played drums in school for the marching band, the jazz band, wind ensemble. Of course. Um, so that was that was my first love. But I play a multitude of instruments, and as you can tell, I have my studio behind me, and I'll try to sum up what happened and what you can see on this wall here. Mm-hmm. These are all these are all the back track listings of cds i love it mm. so so basically when i was stationed in japan mm-hmm. i was in the i was in the marine corps at the time when i was stationed in japan you know he had those cd books right yep. so i had cd books and i had the jackets on top of the cds you know so you could pull out list whatever you know right and somebody swiped all of my cd books from my barracks room come on oh man Bro. So I basically had to rebuy everything, and some of that stuff was rare shit that I right, you're not gonna search find. and search and search at Media Play in the, the import is, section. The oh, Media Play, God, yeah, my heart be the rarest part of anything. He touched yeah. my heart when he said Media or Play. Like, media Play, yeah, word. Dude, I, 
I had a date at Media Play. That's how ballin' Media Play was. Media <laughs> Play? <laughs> You're one of us. Yeah. He's one of us. That's some sorcery right there. I know that. Yo, mind, you trying to meet up at Media Play? Yeah. It's media play. Right next to Arby's. Any girl yeah. that went to meet me at Media Play, sure. marry her, put a ring on her right now. Right. <laughs> you, you know, right next to the Ponderosta. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You got to act like Let's go to the youth section, girl. I got you. The youth section. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're going to get the little CDs. Yeah. I totally yeah. understand so, that. So what happened was, after all that got stolen, of course, I had to slowly build up my, my catalog again. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I could not, you know, obtain some of those real rare CDs that I got. Right. So uh, whilst I was cleaning out my mom, my mom's attic, I found this huge box full of, oh. full of jewels, CD cases with the backs. But that's it. Just the backs. So, <gasps> right. And so I'm like, what am I going to do with it? I want to. These are memories. I don't want to throw all this out. Yeah. Right. yeah. Like you're, you're talking from when I was like 14 years old, walking in media play with my friends. All the way up to you know buying CDs from BMG Music Catalog and mm, you know, you know all, all this stuff and so I'm like I don't want to get rid of this and while I was building the studio because this this just just finished like last week the mm-hmm. studio so I was you know what am I gonna do? I want to paint it that's boring like who wants, I'm gonna paint my walls in here everyone does that to, right and I thought to myself I remember a studio that had like a whole bunch of band stickers mm-hmm. covering the whole walls um. Ah, Doug White Studio, Watchman Studios. Yeah. Little plug there for you, Doug. Um, and so I was like, okay, I'm going to buy some adhesive. Oh, he's got it nearby. I love it. Yeah. So buy, mm-hmm. buy some adhesive, and I'm going to go ahead and glue these to the wall. And it took forever. Because there's no gaps in between. Like, I literally right. had to. You can tell it's it's been meticulously done. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's the whole entire wall. So, like, all the other stuff, like, I put up all these shelves and everything. So, it covers it. So, I had to pretty much um, make myself feel okay with covering it with things. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it's all right, bro. You're going to you're gonna make music in here. That'll just be, you know, the back back ambiance of everything. Uh, yeah, like ambiance. I love it. You know, and what? then up there is, uh, it's a Les Paul copy, but it has four signatures of, some of my favorite guitarists of all time. So I'm like, keep adding to that, you know, right. Uh, that collage of, of wicked guitar players. So basically I put all of this in my studio and a lot of the music that's on here, I don't even listen to anymore, but that's not the point though. Is mm-hmm. it? The it's point the is that I literally have my music roots in my studio right now. Yeah. Like mm. literally in my, like studio. your journey. Right, right there yes. on the wall. I have everything from Pantera to Deftones to Notorious mm-hmm. B.I.G. Uh-huh. to Method Man to Cal is over there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like the he definitely one of us. He said so, Deftones, Method Man. He said everything. I even have, I think, I think Red Man, Method Man Blackout is up here somewhere. Oh, man. That's See, you know what? Oh, yeah. Look at him. You got a nice little ambiance going in there, man. That's, That's what creativity I mean. Music there? So there's there's also I'll show you around a little more here. Yeah, we go ahead and give us the grand tour. So so here, yeah, it's, wait, wait, it's over on this wall. Before you do that, I have a quick business question. You have <laughs> how many guitars do you have? How many guitars do I own? 
Yes. And are you oh, going to sell Okay, one? first and foremost, yeah, whenever, <laughs> whenever someone backs away from a question like that, I mean, they have a ton. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I had a lot. And by a lot, I mean like a lot, like 20. And okay. then I realized that these guitars aren't giving the positive reinforcement that they deserve. Mm-hmm. And so I let go of a lot of them, sold them, you know, a bunch of them. Um, but now if I buy a guitar, I really have to put my mind in a certain um, a certain idea of if I buy this, am I going to play it? Am I going to mm-hmm. get use out of it? Because right. I want to, I want to, I definitely want to buy one. He's been talking oh, about it for a while. He's been talking yeah. about wanting to play guitar for a while. The electric guitar. I need it. So if for my, my advice to you, Caddy, is go ahead and start with an acoustic first. I got start with an Oh, you do? I do. I don't, I don't feel, I don't like it. I don't feel it. Well, what you probably need to do is get it set up professionally. And I can, uh, I can send Christian uh, contact of the guy that does phenomenal work in this area. Okay. Um, So he'll set it up professionally so that it'll be easy to play. It'll sound good. And, you know, because a lot of times when beginners start playing on an acoustic guitar, the action is real high. So you got to press down real hard, like like an eagle claw. Yeah. When you shouldn't, when you shouldn't have to do that. Yes, you're going to have to put a little more pressure than an electric. However, it shouldn't be, you know, so hindering that you're not enjoying what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So, but I highly suggest starting an acoustic. If you have one, great. Like I said, I'll pass, around, I'll pass off that... Um, that, that uh, contact info, get your guitar set up. But if you want to buy an electric guitar and you're really like, um, I guess you could say motivated to do it. Destiny. Seriously, he's been talking about this for a while. No, I suggest, I suggest going ahead and buying a Mexican Fender Stratocaster. That's what I suggest. Yeah, from the right, go ahead and write that down. Go ahead and write yeah. that down. From Mexico? From Mexico? What? Because the Mexican Stratocasters are a good price range, but they're not the bottom of the barrel like a Fender Squire. You can do a Fender Squire, but if you want to get something halfway decent, and also it Stratocasters always look good with miles on them. Mm, yeah. You know, that wear and tear, it looks great. And they will still sound great. So I would say a Mexican MIM made in Mexico, because if you look it up on eBay, that's what you need to put MIM Fender Strat. And you can get good ones used off of eBay or okay. Guitar Center, you know, um, for like 300 right bucks. You yeah. know, like you're getting all the good tidbits. I'm looking right now. Yeah, it's, it's going down. Shout out to Matt for giving us all the good tidbits. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. We, we could talk about that later. We, we could talk about it because I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's what this is for. Like, this well, is the open I mean, forum right. for that. Oh. What's that What's that same old saying? Get in where you fit in? Well, you're getting in because you're trying to fit in where your, your place. So the perfect time to ask, right? Perfect time yeah. to ask. Yeah, the ambiance that you're in is, is perfect for people like us because this is – that's that's what we're into. This is what we love. Exactly. We live and breathe music. It's funny, like I tell people all the time that podcasting was not something I planned. Mm-hmm. I just already knew how to engineer from being an engineer from music, the music yeah. side, and it just yeah. translated to podcasting. So it's just like well, I accidentally already knew how to do this shit. The podcasting right now is the perfect time to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, perfect time to, uh, to to reach out to everybody because we're all in the same position. 
right which, yeah. is, which is pretty much bent over but yep you know. <laughs> truth be told so, i'll bring you out to the music room oh yeah it's, it's not that bright but i'm gonna go That's okay. and open up the shades here this is what i like nice i think if you've posted this on social media i think i saw a little bit of this yeah i post a little bit here and there they will tell you I'm a habitual social media stalker. Whenever ah. we're going to have people on our show, I stalk their social media. Right. I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and flip it so you can see. So here's some of the guitars that you were you're curious. This is one of my favorites right here. This is my Paisley Telecaster. Oh, Ooh, beautiful! I like it. So I just uh, took the strings off, and then I'm a huge Ibanez guy, which. <laughs> Oh, that's big, sexy right there. It's the, it's that, the that, that's that's my lady right there. Mm-hmm. And, um, okay. Oh, that's we. Nice too. What is that like? A midnight blue or is it a black? Uh, that's like a midnight blue. Okay, looks and nice. This one right here is a seven string. Mm. Ooh, mm. that's big taker. I like that way. Big <laughs> taker. Oh, that's to the competition right there. So here's my amp setup, which I'm going to change this out. Here's my my Gibson Les Paul. Yeah, I see it has your own little situation. That's the main. That's the main one you use usually. Um, no, it's just the one that I was using last. Gotcha. Okay. And so here's my drum kit. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know if you can tell, but it's it's see through red. Yeah, it looks sick. Like some Air yeah, Force no, ones. Uh, right and uh here, here's my bass rig right here i like that so Man, I, played ba- I played bass for this uh this one female her name is uh kate malin mm-hmm. and she won she won the taste of country contest the year before last and so we played the taste of country jam at the valley play at the up performing arts center and all this uh stuff like that and so when i was in um in LA for the ASCAP Expo, mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan. Oh, you got so, to. So I, mm-hmm. so I wore that pretty much, pretty much every single show. And then here's my my setup. Well, here's my MIDI controller, but here's my vinyl setup. That's actually my Kevlar from when I was in the core. <laughs> nice. So, so um, I love the ambiance in there. It tells a great yeah, story. I like the window and then. You know, oh like, yeah! Yeah, this, yeah, there, this is my manly life. corner. <laughs> yeah, this is actually my, my sliding glass door out to my backyard. Mm-hmm. But um, right. so yeah, then you know my we're gonna come. We're gonna have to come pay you a visit and do a, oh, make, a live jam session. Yeah, we gotta make yeah. some music or something. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, this is this is it, man. This is why I did it. I mean, I love I it. Put that, I put that window in and soundproofed it in there. So basically. This is where I live. I can attest to that. I can attest to that. I live down here. This is pretty much. But this just got finished. And so I'll be um, finishing up my EP. Mm. Ho- hopefully. Well, not hopefully, because I got to do it. I'll be finishing up my EP. And it'll be out by late fall this year. Ah, so we're going to have to do some press for that for you on our website. Give you some oh, extra plugs. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is about that that EP, I lived on 18th Street between Ferry and Niagara. 
Very and, nice. Um, Very familiar area. <laughs> and, and basically walk into a pizza oven every other day. But uh, the crew. Yeah, you go into Andy's right there on the corner of 19th. But uh, deep in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> basically, what Matt is telling you, he knows his roots, man. He's got his roots. Yeah, and so. Uh, when I lived there, I had my own studio as well, but it was just two bedrooms, but it was a four bedroom apartment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so, and this is in 2009, 2010 timeframe. And so I recorded pre-production for this EP, five mm-hmm. songs, three songs are straight up rock and roll. And then two other songs are like ex- experimental synth wave, synth pop kind of stuff. Because mm-hmm. I, I grew up pretty much in the 80s too So I, yeah. a lot of that stuff is all lingering around in there Huge influence and, um, Right, huge And so I recorded this stuff I was super excited to finish it And then back then my external hard drive was 150 gig And it was like this big mm-hmm. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it shit the bed All of that stuff gone Did I back up? Of course not, I didn't back up so I thought it was gone forever. I was so upset, like all that work, because that was just the only material on there. There was yeah. hundreds of hours of just me just just recording stuff. Because, around in the studio. Right, because it was available. I could just, yeah. And, yeah, and plus that was when the recession hit. Daddy was just at home all goddamn day fucking recording shit because I had that kind of time. Mm-hmm. Makes so, sense. When I lost all that, man, it was heartbreaking. And so, again, while I was cleaning out my mom's attic, I found this tower, computer tower, sitting way off in the corner to where, like, you would have to walk on the studs so your feet didn't go through the, the ceiling from below, you know? Yeah. I'm like, how the hell did this get? I thought I threw this out. What the hell is this? So, of course, I take it home and I boot it up. And on the front, you know, uh, on the desktop, it says Nuendo Sessions. <sighs> Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. So I opened up the folder and it was half of everything that was on that external hard drive. And then I realized that it, well, it triggered a memory of when I thought my external shit the bed and I dropped everything on that hard drive on the computer. Mm. But it turns out it didn't. It was just some sort of pathway, you know, error or whatever. Computer stuff. So, right. So ba- the best part was, is the stuff for the EP was on there. Mm. Amazing. And so wow. right. And you're talking uh, like almost 10 years later. You can't make that shit up. So I don't know how, how big you guys are on sci-fi movies. Huge. Yeah. yeah. So do you remember the Space Odyssey 2001? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Standing two. And then, right. And then they had the Space Odyssey, the second one that was in 2010. Mm-hmm. So I finished this stuff, the pre-production in 2010. So now it's 10 years later. So what I'm calling the record is... 2010 colon lost in spaces because mm. I, because I lost that stuff in, in space somewhere. So that's what the record's called the EP. And, um, basically though, I have to re the two synth wave experimental tunes are done, mm-hmm. but I have to re-record everything for the rock tunes because the technology and the sound quality from back then isn't up to par with what is going on now. It has advanced crazy. Right. So unfortunately I can't keep the integrity of those recordings. However, it's going to be those songs as, you know, 
repurposed res- basically right well as respectively if i as i can to keep these songs as original to the the original you know the original idea as possible and, but they're just they're just straight up rock tunes they, there's no shelf life on them so it's not like you'll hear it and be like oh well this is like you know the late 2000s no it's not like that you know it's um something that just it, it keeps on going so yeah. that's why i'm still gonna release it because if i felt like it was dated i might have a second thought about it understandable i like that and the spaces to it also can be a little uh, side meaning to yourself because you uh, had to get it from the attic and avoid walking through those spaces to get to that hard drive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I tell you what, and it and that 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 tower is sitting right down here. See, right where <laughs> it belongs. Right, I still right. have it. Not like I'm going to use it, but never, I feel like it's used. some some sort of good luck, you know, chakra, whatever you want to call it. So I'm keeping yeah. it. I could totally understand that. A testament to the universe. Right. And plus, it's a part of my studio history. So it's just going to stay in here. Maybe I'll get some decals and put them on there or spray paint some stencils or whatever. Great conversation piece, too, if you want to just tell the story about how I thought I lost my hard drive. Mm -hmm. Right. When you're you're getting interviewed about uh, how well your album does. And so, you know, let me tell you you a story about it, man. You know, and, and if that was ever the case, I would say, if you want to hear about it, Go and check out my boy Christian's uh, his, his podcast. For sure, we'll put you on there. We'll put you on the website. Hey, man. oh yeah, we'll definitely put you on. Anyone oh, believe in? It. We love to shove them in your face. Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and then while I, while I'm on the interview, I'll be wearing my my Oso gear. Yeah, yeah. 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 wear my Oso gears. So um. So something you brought up earlier, if you don't mind, I'm a little bit more curious about is your ties to the military. I, okay. I, w- I want to know a little bit more about that because I, one of my one of my closest friends is in the army. He just came back from uh, doing a tour in Korea. This 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 is actually his last year. In March, he'll be done. Uh, Fifteen years in, so he's not he's not going to do the full twenty and get the the retirement. No, nah, he just wants to do the fifteen, and he's about to have his first kid. So. He's like uh, really focused on doing the yeah. family thing and moving out of yeah. the area where he lives in. So I definitely understand his mind frame with it. Oh yeah, yeah. Once once the children are brought into the picture, nothing else matters. Right. I hate to I hate to sound cliche, but once I had my daughter, the truth. I I, I didn't matter anymore, mm-hmm. and I'm fine with that. Totally it's, fine with that. It's the truth. Um, yeah, and uh, I just had my daughter before this, and and. Um, God has blessed me this year more than anything in my entire life. And uh, her being able to be in this house that I bought myself mm-hmm. is huge. She has her own room. I bought a stencil that sticks, you know, it stuck to the door that said, my daughter's name is Frankie. Mm-hmm. And so it's yeah. Frankie's, Frankie's, Frankie's bedroom. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that she comes in there, she sees it like. It's hers. This you know? is my room. And every time she's here, I'm like, you know, she's like, daddy, I love your house. I'm like, it's your house too, baby. This right. is your house too. But uh, this girl already sings in key. She just turned four, already sings in key. Oh, man. And, and taps her foot on time. To Dude. BPMs. Like blows my mind. But that sounds I mean, like, I, crazy. like Like, like my, my whole uh, day is surrounded by music. I always have music on. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a huge part of my personality and how I view things, especially like if I'm talking to somebody for the first time, like you all, mm-hmm. I notice your rhythms of speech. Ah. 
like I notice little things like that because that's how music is for me. Um, it's like it's like Pharrell described when he says he sees he sees sounds and like yeah he's in yeah. like vivid colors and that's the way he interacts with everyone. Everyone's a certain sound that has a color. Mm-hmm. That's how he yeah. acknowledges yeah. each person. Like I, when I, when I was in the Marine Corps, mm-hmm. I could I could tell people by by their voices just little blurps and also i could tell by their walk because of their their, their temp- yeah, and how and right. how and their rhythm when they walk mm-hmm. and also because we were um pretty much constantly marching right that's a part that's a part of discipline Make constantly sense. marching and so when i was a sergeant before i got out i used to run the uh the daily runs so my platoon you know, there's about 20 of them and we'd be singing our cadences. Like there's one about the Marine Corps and it goes uh, back in 1775. And then the rest of the guys would say Marine Corps or, you know, Marines, because there's women. Uh, My Marine Corps came alive, Marine Corps, you know. So right. then I'm like, yeah, do I always have to do this shit? <laughs> wow. like, so, yeah, you got the powerful voice, man, of course. <laughs> so, so, no, no, my point was, do I have to use these old songs? So my, my boy mixes my boy reminded me the other day via facebook he's like remember you used to do james brown and so i would have them do like the horn lines they're like i feel good and they would go I can imagine oh. how much more exponentially that boosted the morale in comparison to just like this. this oh computer. yeah. Yeah. Cause they, they would, when I first started doing it, they, they couldn't believe it. Like, you know, and I would do, a, I can't remember the, the group's name, but uh, there she was just a walking down the street singing. They would do that. She looks good. She looks good. She looks good. Oh man. That's creative. I like that. You're you're really getting your creative juices flowing. Mm-hmm. Just using, yeah, yeah. Using and, but it would, it would motivated. Morale, you know, mm-hmm. morale, get the guys motivated. Like, oh. And they'd be like, "What? Like, yeah, Change the like energy." I feel mm-hmm. that. Yes, that's absolutely. dope. I like that. That's what uh, Shaggy was in the Marine Corps, and that's when he's. Uh, that's where he got his voice from. Was Colin Cadence. Ah, I didn't know that. Well, yeah, he was. He was in the first. Uh, the first Gulf War in the early nineties. That's crazy. That is crazy. I had no clue. Yeah, so, so, that is crazy. So shout out to a fellow Marine who who loved to sing cadence while he was with his Marines. But um, that was, um, you know, something that was, uh, I was lucky you know, to be able to have the experiences I had while I was in the Marine Corps, good mm-hmm. or bad, because I'm still alive. Right. <laughs> so, Amazing. So there you know, and I can uh, I can feel for your friend. You know, once you're having a kid, like, do you want to worry about getting deployed and then not being with your family for a, a year sometimes, depending on what's going on in the world? Yeah, not to mention um, the fact that he already lives on the other side of the United States and all his family lives on the East Coast. So, like, yeah. he just really yeah. wants to get closer to the East Coast and be more with his family and just settle down in a place, you know, right. that he feels comfortable raising his, his firstborn. I get it. Right. And so, as far as we all know, we only live once. Mm-hmm. So you can't, I love that you said. As far as we all know, right? You yeah. know, and, and, yeah. There's a, there's only one first. You can't mm-hmm. go back. You mm-hmm. know, there's only one first. So if you miss that, there is no replay. There is no 
no reset, no, no rewind. So if you want to live a life of regret, you know, I could go on and go on about that, but that was, that was the whole thing about what's going on now is, you know, I have these opportunities to work from home. And so I'm working from home mm -hmm. and that, and then doing this at the same time, like there's no mm -hmm. way I'd be able to do this. But the coronavirus was the best thing that happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> same. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. It didn't, it didn't got a new house, got a new car, got yeah. a new studio, like yeah. mm -hmm. all this stuff. Um, same thing. Uh, for us, if like, especially I would say business wise, because we, yes, we were podcasting prior to the coronavirus, but we were on another network. Now it's our own network that we started with our own shows that we coordinate and, you know, everything is run yeah. by us. It's our own thing. Yeah. It's our own situation at our own time. Yeah, it's like FUBU, man. For us, by us. Come on now. You guys it's are true. Hey, we got other podcasters too. They help us too, you know, they yep. assist us with their own energy, you know, it's a universal That's awesome. line. That's you know? great. Now that that's awesome because you know the whole idea is you know uh creative freedom mm -hmm. yeah. you know and that was going to going back again talking about neo and how he just said screw it i'm going to do what i want to do yep. and i'm going to put out a pop record because this is what's what i'm hearing up here mm -hmm. and and why, why, the best why thing ever for him right well, why restrict these creative juices Mm -hmm. This flow because I'm getting people in my ear saying, no, you're going to wreck your career. Dude, so, you, you never know. know. My dad would always preach to me, son, you got to use that buckshot approach. You got to just shoot at things until something sticks. I'm like, you know, right. that's true. You know, because you, you might, you might not get something, but also there's going to be collateral damage, mm -hmm. but that could also be in something else too. You know, mm -hmm. you never know. Like, like a girl has, has a fine ass friend and, and maybe she's not into you anymore, but her friend's looking at you. So maybe that's collateral damage, right? Collateral <laughs> damage. <laughs> Someone's <laughs> getting someone <laughs> hit by these shots. Right. Everyone, the whole combo. I'm curious. The, the whole combo. <laughs> How much into video games are you? Well, I guess right on a, now, on a scale of one to 10, maybe 6.5. I like okay. that. I like that. Work with, with that. Where I'm, I would say I'm a, I'm a, I'm a part-time gamer, you know? Um, That's fine. Part-time lover. We, so, we, like to, we like to refer to them as casual gamers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. Uh, but I also probably spend more money than a casual gamer does though um a niche game uh, yeah a niche game there, that you like to specifically play i like that like it's just so, game so if there if there's a certain sort of platform that i focus on it would probably be first person shooters because okay. i grew up playing i grew up playing doom on a computer and Man. and i grew up playing uh what the hell was that game a heretic and Duke Nukem 3D. Duke Nukem, um, hell yeah! You know, uh, rip off your head and shoot down your neck. You know that guy was uh, <laughs> hilarious <laughs> for, for a teenager, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm all out of gum. So I have three bedrooms in this house. One's mine. One's my daughter's. And the third room is going to be my 80s room. Mm. And so I've been building that room because I'm done with this now. I got to have work on another project. Mm -hmm. So. I just bought an original Nintendo and a grip of games. 
And, um, and so, and then tomorrow I'm going to go get like this huge tube TV and this stand and stuff that looks totally eighties. And, um, I already you bought have to get in touch with one of my buddies that builds, uh, arcade cabinets too. At oh, a very yeah. reasonable price. Yeah. The, um, there's also the, the Nintendo I bought was the top loader. Ooh. Okay. I, yep, I, I did not want the cube because there's always issues, man, and I'm not dealing with it. Mm. Okay, I'm not staying true to the 80s vibe, but they ain't going to fucking see it's going to be in the cabinet. And the top all loader is cooler anyway. Right, but the cool thing is there's all these new mods and stuff for these top loaders, so I'm going to get into that, too. That's some um, Pi. You heard of that? Raspberry Pi? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, that's, I think you can uh, dump a bunch of yeah, I have like, like 10,000 right? ROMs on there on my. Yeah, don't. But see, that's just it. I don't have that kind of time to play games, though. <laughs> you know <what> I, mean? <laughs> I, hard, I hardly ever use my Raspberry Pi. I'll go ahead and admit it right now. It's very situational. It's like right. if, if we have a bunch of people that are coming over and they're into retro games or something like that, or I'm going somewhere, Dude, then I'll be like, here you go. I think our game same, versatility. Same ideals, man. Same ideals. A lot of the games that I have for the Nintendo are all two-player based. Yeah. So, okay, so I got some friends over, and you know, you know, uh, it, it, and I even played Wheel of Fortune yet with this broad the other night. On me, you know what I'm saying? Because Dude. it's it's still relevant. It's fun. It's still fun. Like we we ha- we talk about it all the time. One thing that's lost from the current landscape of video gaming is on the couch co-op situation. That, Everything is, is online. Biggest gripe, man. My biggest gripe because you remember time splitters. Come mm-hmm. on, like oh yeah, that, that Goldeneye. Goldeneye. Oh, Goldeneye. Oh, yeah, man. Bro, yeah, slaps only. <laughs> you know what I mean? so, yeah, right? No golden gun. <laughs> so many fights have ensued in, amongst our family over Goldeneye. Like, come on. Yep. Oh yeah, I remember. Um, I'm pulling out the laser. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You know, you know, that's just it. Like, you know, I, I that's why I still love Diablo. Diablo mm-hmm. oh, three yeah. is, you know, that's still a couch co-op. Love that game. I love, I love just that feeling of, you know, hanging out with your homies or your family or whatever the case may be, and like that friendly rivalry. It gives you that feeling of like to me. I compare it to like when you play board games. When you yeah. play board games with the family, yeah. that same kind of vibe is just yeah. virtual. So it's like. It always- Always get in on cranium. Yeah, yeah man. You're, you're never going to get that experience those. without like that person yeah. being beside you. Right. And so my, my baby mama loved baby mama. loved <laughs> Diablo 3. And she That's was fire. good. That's fire. She was good. So we would sit there and I'd be doing something and she would know exactly what to do. And then that moment where you can look over and be like, all right. Hold on, baby. Right, right, right. So that's the whole thing. Like those moments are, are absent because everybody is online just right. And so into their own, their own, uh, uh what do you call it? Zone. Well, well, right. They're in their own, their own, um, world uh, universe <laughs> bubble. Right. Well, well, they oh, have their own, idea. they have their own focus. They have their own idea of what they want to do. They're not open to, to doing what other people want. They're just, this is, this is my mission. This is what I want to do. I'm like, man, yeah. come on. In a lot of those games are, are military-based games, and I tell you what, you don't ever do shit by yourself in the fucking military. And if you oh. do, you're fucking stupid. Yeah, no. you're not. <laughs> hey, I hate when people be like, "Why are you camping?" Because it's the art of war. I'm not even right. Well, I'll tell you what. How do you think about... we really hunt? There's yeah. two styles. There's two, two styles of hunting. There's there's camping, mm-hmm. and then there's tracking. I do mm-hmm. both. 
Yeah. I do like, both. I, I, right, you've seen my deer heads. I'm missing <laughs> one. I actually have a 10 point that's not up. But the, um, the one, the A point there, like I corralled that motherfucker. Like I found his tracks, mm-hmm. went low, saw him, knew which way he was headed because of the tracks that are in that, on that hill, mm-hmm. went all the way around while he was still moving, and he basically came to me. Because that's how you got to do it. You, ah, more, you, you know what I mean? Anything, it's the it's the nature. It's the three hundred. Yeah. Well, he's got to he's got to feel like he's just on his daily yeah. routine. You don't even, he don't even got to notice you. You just got to be like right. Real. And that's why. And that's why when you go in the woods, you have to stink. You can't be clean. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they can smell they, you. Or they they can smell, smell that smoke. Hair, yep. you, you hear them. You hear them. It's got to become one with nature. You hear them. They're that loud because they're smelling you. And you're like, yep, they got my scent. I am not going to see that motherfucker now. So, that's but that's just it. And you can't, you camp. That's the way to do it because especially if you're in a high traffic path, yeah, he's going to come around the bend. Mm-hmm. enough. <laughs> I got like, these crosshairs on. My argument with stuff like that is always like, mm-hmm. if we shouldn't be doing this, they would take it out of the game. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's 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 why you know some people that camp right next to the shield too, you know. <laughs> so, uh, so when it when it responds, they get their gotcha. shield back. Uh-huh. <laughs> nah, I kill you. you. That, collect your scav our collect your scavenger. You know what I'm saying? Your remains. I'm, you know, I'm moving to the next spot. <laughs> you know, right, to corner, right to the corner where I'm invisible. Two board yep. two borders. You can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Top. Give me that. <laughs> well, oh, I know where you're gonna go next. Okay, we're just gonna trap you here. Yep. There you, go. you play zombies? I played it um, a little while ago. Uh, I do like Call of Duty. I just don't. I don't dig on that kind of gaming anymore. Mm-hmm. I like. I like a storyline, getting into shit. See, I, that, that's why I play the zombies because it has an actual storyline. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know what I mean. The last game I played was uh, Zero, Zero Horizon Dawn. Oh, Horizon Zero Dawn? Ooh, is that what it is? Game. Yes. Holy Aloy? Shit. What an oh, amazing man. game. Beast. Beast. And then when she went back to her, her old... Oh, I shouldn't spoil it for somebody. Uh, <laughs> but but that game, oh my god. And then, uh, Beautiful. And just, have you played Red Dead? Just, no. My friend, when I tell you... I heard it's I, awesome. I played the only, first one on mm-hmm. PS2, and it was one of my favorite games on PS2. If you love the original one, you're going to love this one even more because, first of all, it, in my opinion, on the current-gen system, it is the most beautiful game that there is. Like, they spared no expense on every detail to the point that, like, if you're hunting and you carry a carcass and it, you have blood on your clothes, you have to go in the water to get it off. Yeah. And you actually see the blood coming off of your clothing in the water. Like, I, I was like, dude, that's a layer of detail you don't see often. That, that begs the question of how many consultants did they, they uh, contact, you know, to regarding yeah. the game and, and, and the Truth. realistic, you know, factor of it all. How in-depth it was. And yeah, Rockstar is always awesome. really good at that. Mm-hmm. They always, always take it, I always feel like they always take it to an extra step to make sure the detail of their game is very close to what reality is. Like when they upconverted Grand Theft Auto, I love that they gave you the first person mode to play the storyline in instead of playing in the traditional third person view. Mm-hmm. And with that, you see all the details of the guns, you see the details of the inside of the car, you see all those things you never had that's, a that's viewpoint so on before. And I was like, you know what? 
Rockstar is really on to, they're on to some good shit here. I got to keep paying attention to what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. It always, always pays off to go that extra mile, especially when it comes to uh, making things realistic, which, Mm -hmm. which also begs the question, are we not sick of reality yet then? (laughs) <laughs> you know, like, point. there's so, there's so much reality in these games. We're like, oh, I would have done that too. Well, I love, I love those little off side games that are just so fucking childish that you look at me and you're like, why are you playing this? And I'm like, cause well, yeah, I do love my sports and I love how real it looks, but I am playing a game at the end of the day. Sometimes I just want to have fun and be exactly. goofy and whimsical and like see flying colors and you know. I don't want to see what I see all day in reality. I, I love that you brought that up. So, it's something I, pe- I think people don't really think about that. No, and, and that, that also triggers a memory for me about Rick and Morty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Please give Do you remember when, when Rick and Morty, when, they, when, when Morty played the game Stan? Mm. <laughs> Do you remember that? When they're, on that, they're at that, that one planet and so basically he was immersed in some some guy's life and he's so, taking him off the grid yeah where you know he, he was like a, a carpet salesman or something like that yeah really marty that's what you're doing like no oh, and that's just it. Like, it was so reality-based. He didn't realize he was in a game. He thought it was his life. And so mm-hmm. what does that, that, you know, satire tell you that we be, we've become so immersed in games, we, we, can't, we can't see the difference, you know, uh, between reality and, and the, the, the gaming world and so on. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we could talk about that shit all day. Well, but. they say your higher self controls your actual being. You know how they say, like, you can connect with your higher self or your higher being or your higher conscious. They say, like, you are already predetermined for what you're going to do within the next realm from your higher self operating on this level because you choose it like the matrix, you know, a cube inside a cube and shit. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard that before. That's interesting. Um, It is real. And as soon as you said that, it reminded me of the Steve Winwood song, uh, Higher Love. <laughs> that's that's where my brain goes, you know. Mm-hmm. I, my, my brain goes with music too. I'm about to say we're very similar yeah, we're, in that regard. Very, like, exactly. I okay. I remember everything because of the song that played on it, or like the intro music, or shit right. like that. I always reference things from that. Like my, one of my favorite things that. growing up was like theme songs to TV shows. <laughs> I just would love to just fucking sing theme songs to TV shows all the time. When uh, one time my 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 again baby mama. Alex, she was, someone was getting her down and she was sad about something and she was taking a shower. And mm-hmm. so I snuck into the bathroom and I put on the theme music on the MP3 player of who's the boss. <laughs> 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 and so, you know, the, the, at the very end, you know, brand new life, brand new life, you know, dude. It's like, oh my God, you just made me feel so much better. I I'm needed like, yeah, this. It's that comfort, you know, mm-hmm. because these, these shows were a time where all you knew was nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still know nothing, but I know a lot of nothing. So the, the whole idea was to bring her into a good vibe. Uh, and, yeah. um, and then after that, of course, I binge watched the entire fucking show. Of course. Uh, <laughs> it forces <laughs> you. Know, it tickles yeah. your nostalgia bone. You're like, damn it, I got to watch this yeah, now. Now I got to watch this. <laughs> old Samantha turning out fine as hell. But um <laughs> The, you know, and that's just it. Like, that's how music is for me, too. That's great. I'm, I'm glad that I'm not the only one in the universe like that. You, um, well, you ever think that your power, one of your powers is to transmute energy? Because you do. You said that twice. 
I know the show rhythm too. Uh, with the, some, people uh, have, some people have called me an empath. Oh yeah, that's, so that's because I feel deeply, and then I always try to. Uh, my one buddy, um, what the hell? He was in the Marine Corps too. Herb, Herb, older black gentleman I worked with. Oh, uh, while I was a Herb Dean. No, I'm just kidding. Yep. Herb. <laughs> yep. Oh, dang. Yep, and uh, he was in the Marine Corps too. Real, real badass. He's too. He's name, too great. Hell, he's named Herb. Yeah. He's a savage. Yeah, he definitely, I'm missing my name. Old school, right? Or he's a grab. He's a grab shit out of the <laughs> oven. Grab shit out of the oven with his bare hands. See, no. <laughs> yeah. That's a different he's level like, of savagery, right yeah. there. I don't want to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, my name is Herb. Take this hot plate. And that's just it. Like he'd be like, he'd be like, man, don't worry about it. I'm like. I'm not worried about it. You should be worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not my that's hand. That's your hand skin. That's your hand skin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hand so, skin. Basically, the Kage from Naruto when his arm was on fire with the black Amada Rise. I don't know if you watched the anime, but it's out. <laughs> you would know what I was talking about exactly. Yeah. He rips his I don't, arm off. I don't know. I, I've watched like... I want to say like the first season of Naruto, and I loved it though. Um, but as that was going along, I was slowly yeah. drifting away from anime. Yeah, man. yeah. But I can always go back and watch the anime that I loved growing up. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite animes of all time is Berserk. If not, mm-hmm. oh, that's yeah. a cool anime to like. I like that. Uh, like, oh my god! Like <laughs> the shit this dude went through. That shit's still and, going on in the manga, bro. Oh, no, and I had, like, I had a whole bunch of manga of it, too, and I sold all of it because I just, I don't, I don't, I'm not looking right. at Right, you're not following anymore. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and I want somebody else to enjoy it, and this this young thing, she bought it from me, and she's like, oh, me and my boyfriend, and blah, blah. I'm like, well, good. At least I know somebody is going to appreciate this and get something out of it because it's just sitting in a box, not even on a shelf. Right. It's sitting in a box. But to me. Naruto was I really liked it. Character and development is great on there. Right. Yeah. I really liked it. But of course, I would have to say my favorite anime of all time up to the Boo Saga. So when I was watching Dragon Ball Z, yeah, and I remember when Toonami played the, 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 the Boo Saga when Goku and Vegeta were fighting like the second time, I guess it would be right. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so distraught. I'm like, I'm not watching it. I don't want to see it. They should be fighting. What happened to say a man? You know, so, but there was like, I was so obsessed with them. I bought like all of these rare uh, Dragon Ball Z toys when I lived in Japan. Oh, man, those are like amazing. the switchable heads are like the standing ones. With you have a bunch of 34 points of of articulation. These were these were before all that. These were called it was called the Super Battle Collection by Bandai. Oh, I know what you're talking Ooh, about. What, did it have armor changes and stuff? Um, yeah. only some of them did. Like, I have, is, I had these, the, listen, I had all of the listen. If it came from these, Japan, phased ID was the cheat code. It had all <laughs> the accessories and all stuff. Listen, I'll tell you, I had all the model kits. Everything now. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now. Yeah. The um. I'll tell you what. The uh. The toys that I had, they were made in the eighties, right when those nice. cartoons were new. Mm-hmm. So they don't. I don't think that they have that level of articulation. I, that 
I had toys from the eighties too. I had a lot of Yeah, he's saying no, it wasn't that many points yeah. to articulation. Yeah. I know. I can agree to that. Like I like right. I, I had like But but for what it was, it was great. But they also had, like I said, they also had some that like I had the there was forty four toys. I had forty two and so the only one i the only two i didn't have was i didn't have boy goku third level and i didn't have um the uh the 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 great golden monkey when when when, when baby when when baby and vegeta that's uh, um, Golden Monkey that, Ozaru. That's um, right. yeah, that's, uh, I didn't have that because it was huge, and it was like people wanted like hundreds of dollars for it. So I was like, I ain't gonna buy that. You know? Yo, they, but, <laughs> they had the ones. Yeah, listen, listen, they had the ones where they used to all come in like, cause I rem- like I remember like super back in like they had like these box set ones, and they had like the uh, different characters. They had like the Ghost Kamikazes. And uh, the Super yeah. Boot Ghost Kamikaze. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, bro, I, like, I'm like, blow them out. I, yeah, and they had like, a different <laughs> set in each of them. And you flip them around and you had to collect them all. I know, I remember what you're talking about. Uh, it was before my time, but I, but the but toys. Those, that, that stuff wasn't in that collection. Like I said, there was only 44. So the only cool things they had that were different mm-hmm. was like they had this zero zero, and that was Goku, and they had the different heads of all the different. Sayings that yeah. you could put on, and then the yeah. other stuff was, you know, just little stuff. They didn't have all the cool shit that they used to. But I ended up selling the entire collection last mm-hmm. year. I sold it. How much did you get? How much did you get for it? Three fifty. Nice. So, so not not terrible. If I would have sold it piece by piece, I would have gotten probably five hundred or more. But did they ever have a Broly in that set? They sure did. Did his arms come off? No. Like his arms like came off like this or something like that. No, but I can't. Well, let me rephrase. I never huh? opened it. Oh, oh. yo, bro, oh, you might shit. be talking about the exact toy, yo. I, I never, I never opened them. I never opened them. I never. I also had, I also had uh, a different. I bought a tons of Vegeta shit because who, mm. who, is, who is a young man, man didn't, didn't like Vegeta? Right, right, right. I like Trunks. I, you don't like Goku. No, I love Trunks too. Like, uh, yeah, Vegeta's my guy. Vegeta, he's the he, first oh, one ever identified yeah. with on that show. When Trunks went back to his own time and he fucked those motherfuckers up, you're like, mm-hmm. hell yeah. Yeah. And they were like, oh shit. Like, you deserve yeah. it, Trunks. He was cool aesthetic wise too. Like, his yeah. Oh, yeah. I always yeah. love the way he dressed. He was yeah. always cool. Yeah. Go for it with my son. Yeah. I like when he got all big and broad. Oh, yeah. The long hair. Man, Goku always been my oh, he son. Like he he always steroids. like, oh, you want to fight for the Earth? Time you want to fight for Earth? I call that the okay. uh, Brock Lesnar trunks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love, though, when the, the trunks, uh, started, when he came back and, and everybody didn't know who he was, he was all mysterious, and he beat yeah. the fuck out of Frieza. Frieza. Clean in half. You remember when... when Bro, my eyes burn, were like... Burning Slash with Burning Attack. Yep. Remember when he, 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 he took the... Uh, the, the the planet buster that Frieza used to do, he took it and threw it. Threw it, mm-hmm. and, and then King Cold, King Cold was like, "What is he?" <laughs> Supernova. <laughs> Supernova. That was. Oh my god, that was great. 
I know I would have watched that exact episode <laughs> wow. now when yeah, I, oh, yeah. I want them toys again. Yo, did oh, yeah. have, we gotta did find them. Have different versions of the toys where they had sparkly hair and then they had regular ones. Because I remember, because um, it was. So, I'm trying so to. So they had they had two different ones. They had yeah. the, the the yellow. And yeah. Then they, and then they came out later in the set. They started making it gold. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. Well, they had the spark yeah. glow here. Well, I didn't see it. Like I said, I never took them out of the package, so I'm I, not sure how much they would really gleam. You know what I I'm saying? Did. Listen, when we was kids, we didn't know what we had. Because I, 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 right. I had a lot of uh, yeah. '80s Transformers. That's how I know. Yeah. Like, if I, I still like, had my wrestling collection. I used from to a be kid. into toys. Like I'm. Yeah. Like I had a. Oh yeah. I had the yeah. Cobra Commander '80s set where he was like a fortress. Oh. Man, I got it from the Salvation so, Army. Oh, man. And the old Ninja Turtles. Super come up. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah, that's huge. I, when you started Literally. like that, I used to get it triggered you. Yeah, I was like, yo, no, yeah. no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I remember that they oh, had yeah. armor chain there. Yeah. Oh, so there was, there was the one uh, Vegeta character that I got as it was a, um, it was a flawed toy. And they ripped them from the shelves, but I bought them. And it was, I bought two of them. And they were Vegeta with the Majin Buu stamp with black hair. Mm. Oh. oh. And I had two of them. And I, that, I sold all, like all that stuff, man. It's all gone. But I remember buying this. I'm like, oh, shit. You have, do you have any more collectibles <laughs> laying around your house? Gotta buy them now. Do you have any more collectibles laying around your house? None of that stuff. Batman. Yeah. <laughs> the, the only the only thing I have left are the the comic books, and I just uh, oh, Batman. Yep. I just I you got Batman. Over there? I mean, I had this, talking I had to this, the right man right there. I had, right. This, 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 I had this girl over the other night, and so I was like, and we were talking about shit, and she's kind of into it. And she's got a whole bunch of tats and green hair and shit, and so I was like, what you know, you know, I got some comic books, girl. If you want to check them out, you know, so. <laughs> He sounds like the guy girl from uh, Super Jail. <laughs> no! I know who you're talking about. Got like, you don't really have any free time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I have, uh, I have Spawn 1 through 50. Oh, you're a goon. Oh. You're a guy. You're a guy. Then, he, one of he us. Only, he only made, like, at least, like, 90. He only made a certain amount of those, too. Yeah. And then I have the Batman Spawn crossover comics. What? Wow! Yeah, don't want to buy this over you. My house. friend Matt, we are we're gonna have we're gonna have to have a we got we got to interview or something. And, and, and these are these are all in slips with cardboard backings. Oh and, um I have the what the, um what do you call it, right uh, the the comic book when Batman got his back broken by Bane. Yeah, Bane. Oh yeah. yeah. And I have the spirit or your body. I have the um. The, the comic like was like three three issues after where the new suit with the claws and shit where he almost looked like that as Asriel mm-hmm. but, Batman, but, as- but different that, that mm-hmm. has, I thought it was Asriel no that's a different oh, right? one this He's one's different it was it was just his new his new suit look because Asriel had red in his suit and this one doesn't yeah. it's just blue and and uh, like well yellow yeah, right that's Asriel Asriel had that he because he took over as Batman when his back was broken yeah I know what he's talking about right? though. there's another part though where uh, he has that suit before Asriel gets to use it oh for real right. yeah. that's yeah. Oh, okay. in production before yeah. Asriel gets mm-hmm. to use it mm-hmm. a lot of people so, had that suit didn't no, come I, until I, Asriel. No, I was at that was like yeah. 
I remember I remember yeah. reading about this in an article mm. when I was looking up some stuff on Azrael and I was like, holy shit, I never even knew that. Like I thought that was the first time that suit ever appeared. Yeah, uh, no, it's it, and, and that's a funny thing is is I never really collected a lot of Batman, but those those issues, I was like, I might want to buy these. Those are you some know? interesting storylines. <laughs> I don't blame yeah, you. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah Batman. Have, that's, um, that's me. That's my life right there. That's my son is named Grayson because of Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson, so, yeah. which is a great first name too, by the way. Good, good yeah, job. I, I, I um, looked out because like I had this list of like names that I wanted. And I was like presenting it to my girlfriend. I'm like. Oh, Please, like some of these, and she had Grayson on her list too. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" There you go. It's like it sounds like a wrestler. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, So he's gonna fuck some shit up. He already, (laughs) he already had planned out, man. Man, this guy's a character. (laughs) I got. I got these trunks and these boots for you, Grayson. You want to try these? Probably <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, okay. He's probably yeah. all for it. <laughs> but um, the uh, the other uh, ones I have is um, when when Superman died, okay. and when he came back to life, and then when all of those the other those, super- all those different Supermans. I have all those bigger. issues. Yeah. Um, that, that's the robot Superman, Superboy, yep. and uh, what's the one dude? The, uh, Steel, Man right. of Steel, Shaq, and it was another Shaq, right? Yeah, Shaq, this <laughs> big Shaq, uh, yep. and it was and then a, there was the other one where he had, infiltrator, he, had the, infiltrator. He, had, he had the goggles with the black. It was yeah. Armor Superman, but I don't he know his name. No, the dude, the dude with the goggles is uh, his name is something. Kind of a kind of a robot. He was made to kill Superman, basically. Yeah. He he was like he well, was like a the different enemy of stories. all Supermans. Yeah, because in one story, he is, I'm trying to infiltrate. Yeah, in this, in this current run, in this current run, somebody sicked him on Superman. Like go go kill him. Because I remember he's like, got him. he's like a thousand Supermans in one, in like in one story. Because I oh, I'm trying to think. He's like, watch is going to come back to you at the most random yeah, time. You're going to be like, Google. that's his name. His name is like the incinerator or the something. The, inge- so the, the funny thing is when that was going on, there was this issue from Spawn where he was with Cerebus. And so when he was with Cerebus, mm-hmm. they, they were in this like superhero limbo. Mm. And he starts, Spawn starts talking to fucking Superman. Mm. And this blew my mind as a kid. And I'm like, what? And then, and, then see, and then you see Superman go back and sit in the corner and he's like this. And he's like, doomsday. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, it was just so cool how they, they collided those worlds. Yeah. Just, just a minute. You know, just a minute. And then I also That's have stuff need. from. Yeah. And then I also have stuff from Valiant com- Comics, like mm. Blood Bloodshot and Ninjack. And, uh, I, I got Bloodshot comics. Oh my god! Yeah, the only yeah. person who fucked with Bloodshot. Let's go. I have like oh. I think I have like one through fifteen or something like that. And then I have the I have the crossover of Image and Valiant, the Death Watch. Mm. I have that full. Series. I never read that. I never read. Oh, that. Yeah. I'm gonna have to check that out. Oh yeah, I got him. See, I got it. see the, you're you're oh, luring yeah. us more and more to yeah. having a, a yeah. in-person interview with you. <laughs> oh man, yep, we, we set up a little jam session. Your last jam you know, session. Got, got any Sandman comics? No, I wish. No, it's the, I was, it's the Eradicator. Okay, yeah, I knew it. I the, knew it was the Eradicator. Yeah, Eradicator. Okay, I'm like, uh, look at Cornwall. So they're pulling it up. General, general with the information. <laughs> you're right. Oh shit, Janet. Yeah. Um. So the uh, 
the other thing was um I was showing her this stuff and I found the first comic book that I ever got and I forgot it was in there. And it's um, of a comic book company I never heard of. And it was called Super Cops, the dopest fucking uh, cover like ever. And there was only four issues. I have number one, but I know that they're on eBay. So I'm going to buy the entire series, just four issues. Right. Cause I want to read them. Cause it was like, it was really, uh, really neat. Uh, the storyline and stuff like that's that. always the first thing that draws me is like if that if that cover is just has that right aesthetic i'm like what's that about <laughs> right <laughs> must you know, read and, you now right and the thing that really pisses me off is that i had a lot of wolverine i had mm-hmm. x factor i had excalibur i had all these great comic books and um i gave them to my brother Mm-hmm. because he appreciated him more than I did. And he had him in this trunk with all the rest of his stuff in his basement and the basement flooded. Oh, and I'm talking, I'm talking silver surfer. And it was during the storyline of the fucking gauntlet, man. The gauntlet, you know, the infinity gauntlet. It Hurtful. was like, Oh my God. It was so upsetting. Like, I'm like, are you kidding me, man? Like, I mean, of course, it hurt him too. But like, I gave you these, man. You know, so <laughs> a part of my soul is in that box too, right? I'm drowning in here. So you know, so basically, you know, I was just—I definitely was hurt, and so you know, of course, yeah. it's not not purposeful, but yeah. um, but I also collected this comic book company. They were called Malibu Comics, hmm. and they had this comic book character called Solitaire, and this was the dude. Solitary. He was he was so freaking cool, man. What do you he look had like? he had what you call nanites in his body, so mm-hmm. he'd get fucked up beyond belief, and then you'd see him slowly oh, rise and fuck shit up. And he was because his dad, his dad was like the head of the mob, and he was the you know the prodigal son. But he he <laughs> he almost died, mm-hmm. and so he started fighting against his dad's organization. It was fucking. Dope, oh, man. I love the storyline already. Just right. with that little. Man. Yeah, it was so good. And they would show whoever the, the artist was, they would show him do his moves, but they would do like shadow sketches behind all of his movements. So it looked so you could see his path of his physicality. Was so cool. like, watch, cool. like watching Akuma go across the fucking screen. You know, you could see like all the it was so cool. I, and so I've never dope. seen that. I've never seen that in a comic before. So I'm just like, oh my god, what is and then they ended it with twelve books because the company went out of business yeah so, he looks ill too he looked like a oh, clean let me check him oh i like yeah. you yeah yeah that looks so, like something i would read yeah. for a fact yeah and it was really good it was i was very very pleased with that and that i can already like i can imagine those art styles just by looking at the kids oh, yeah like yeah and it was so good. Oh, like, I see whoever, what you're talking about right here. I see directly what you're talking about. Oh, yes. Yeah. How cool is that for comic books back uh-huh. then? You know, you're talking the '90s. So. That's great. Yeah. Oh, like ah yeah. oh, man. So apparently, I heard that Sony bought all the rights to Valiant Comics. Is that so? Really? And so, are we, we going to get so, some video games going with that? Um, who no, no. That? I heard that they're going to be doing movies. <gasps> really? They got to make a uh, Exo Man of War. Comic. Oh, God, yeah. Or like, oh, man, are you kidding me? Take my money right now. Well, I think that's who did Bloodshot, so. Mm-hmm. Please, give um, me, which, oh, my which God, I the Bloodshot seen, movie. 
It I is. Didn't... They did. It's with Bing. Uh, Vin uh, what's Diesel. his name? Vin Diesel. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, but I didn't hear nothing about it though. Yeah, I, don't, so I don't know how good it did. I don't I feel like that's a true representation of what like. Yeah, they could have got somebody else. Well, the only thing about the only thing that I didn't like is because I'm a huge Vin Diesel fan, but yeah, Blood, Bloodshot. He was a member of the mafia. Yeah. So that's what I didn't like. I don't know. I didn't watch the movie though, so they could have changed the premise, like uh, how they changed the premise for for Punisher, which I love. Mm-hmm. That Punisher, I, I'm fucking. Netflix was dope. Crazy good. Crazy good. I feel like that's one of the ones that was better than all the rest. Like that and Daredevil were the top for me. For oh, the Daredevil record. was awesome. Yeah. Daredevil yeah. was the that shit. That scene in the stairwell when he had the gun taped to his hand. Dude. And he was fucking all those dudes up. <laughs> Bro. Yeah. Literally, was bro, Daredevil had this, this all the best fight scenes, period, through that whole little universe they the, had. The, the first season of Daredevil, the so first season of Daredevil, when he goes to save that kid and they do that one shot slow cam down the hallway, bro, he's going, he going, going fucking crazy. Wow, he's popping off the walls like UFC and shit. I'm like, yo. What is hey, going on? And I loved, and I loved it. I especially loved it. That was when he still had his like rinky dink thrown together. Yep, yep, yeah. Oh my god! I was like, this shit is going, going to be incredible. Yep. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cancel that. I ain't gonna hold you. The Punisher was going stupid well, in the series too. I ain't well, the reason it was canceled is because of Disney, Disney Plus's Plus, invention. Yeah. So they got rid of all the ties to Netflix for their property because Disney they owns Marvel. Their IPs and stuff like that. So well, the, license, the licensing. Yeah, so there's a license. possibility that they can redo all these shows again well, gotta, under Disney Plus. They got to so use they, the same people because I've I seen a tweet that the dude was saying, he's like, oh man, we had storyboard for the next four seasons up on the wall. and They better bring they them same people in there. Don't rock the boat. So I That's what I'm right. saying. I just read that they're going to most likely rehire the guy that plays Daredevil for Disney Plus. I don't care about so, any of the other people because uh, the guy that played uh, Iron Fist was trash. What about oh, no, my son um, who played uh, Luke Cage? He was pretty I good. I like Luke Cage too. He was pretty good. I, I see, see, I think they... I think that, better. I think that kid yes. could have been good. I just think it was the writing. The writing was shit for Iron Fist. I think they were just trying to put it out there. This what stood out to me that was just the first one was t- trash. That threw the me second off. One was I. This is what threw me off. When you have your co, when you have your like your co actress being more mar- martial arts skilled than you, you are, are, and you're the fucking Iron Fist, yeah. which makes no no damn sense. That's yes, what I mean. That, that right, the writing. Me off. No, she clearly was her. It was Colleen. She's a, tr- yeah, she's Colleen, a true martial uh, artist. Yeah. And you can and see she that. She got an ill story in Marvel too. But like, yeah. you can't have her, you can't tie, sit her next to this guy and he's like looking, he's not supposed to be the Iron Fist. He's supposed to be the epitome yeah. of martial arts skills. She had the most style visualization and like, it's, it's oh my God. Like, well, especially they, the door. They, 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 oh. they should have got, they should have got somebody that had real training or something. Real I don't, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know. Threw me off. I don't know what they were thinking. The wig and contacts on him. (laughs) You know, him as as Danny Rand and like being that character, I got it. It made sense. But like when he shifted over to the martial arts scene, it just wasn't believable for me. You know what was crazy to me though? It was just like, it's supposed to be about him finding his, you know, whatever destiny or his power he's blocked or whatever like that. But like she literally 
is doing more work than you mm-hmm. and it's like she seems like she's saving you. It's like, come on, She man. seemed like she was more important than she you. She was, was more important than you. Because she was the Iron Fist. Yo, she <laughs> was the Iron Fist. <laughs> the awkward moment that you realize she was the Iron Fist all along. She was the Iron Fist. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's the thing, like, he could have been something special. Um, I really loved the Luke Cage episode when they were together. Yeah, that was that was a mm-hmm. dope ass episode. Crossover was really good. I was very happy with that. Yeah, exactly. Like mm-hmm. how it should be, like in the yeah. comics. Like it doesn't even get a comic with Luke. It was though. You know, so it's it's just you know it's hit or miss. But I can tell you, I was happy with it overall than disappointed. Mm-hmm. What about, what Jessica about Jones. Thing? Defenders overall, like that was okay. That was yeah. okay. It was okay. Uh, Jessica Jones was dope. I, yeah, I, I like I Jessica loved, Jones. I didn't, I didn't see season three yet. Um, Me either. I don't know, I don't know I, why. I love the Bushmaster and Luke Cage. He, I think, oh, you did Bushmaster. I think out of all the villains that we saw in that in the universes together, Cotton, I love Bushmaster the most. Cottonmouth was pretty cool. I liked him. Cottonmouth was really good too. He had, but he had the best feel, villains. Yeah, he, I, I felt I like, like I, don't I don't know, know man. I, I think but, the Kingpin but, was pretty fucking well, dope, man. Kingpin was yeah, dope. Kingpin, Kingpin, Kingpin was I like dope. I like the hand. I like the hand in the comics. Damn, the hand in the comics was good, but that movie, was like, I, I don't know, man. It was hard to say, but yeah, but the, it, uh, in, in the actual Netflix though, I really liked who they had playing Bushmaster. Like it was everything he did was just so intentional, was so was fucking believable. Man. It was just like, yeah, this dude's a threat. You gotta watch out. Yeah. Like, I really no, like they're it. talking. They're talking about bringing, uh, uh, making Ghost Rider his own show, and please, uh, please having right. having Blade Blade again. Oh, which, that's who play Cottonmouth, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, right, yeah. Uh, Marshall so. Ali. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yep. But but what about Michael J? Like Michael J. Hmm. White would be dope as Blade. He definitely hell yeah would hell yeah. Like, like that dude. And he's actually a trained, skilled martial right. artist. You know who be dope as Blade? Wesley Snipes. <laughs> what? No, Wesley Snipes himself said that he was like, "Nah, he's awful." Whoever the next Blade is, like, he. I tell you what, though, that first Blade was so good. So good. Like People don't give it enough credit. If there, if that Blade run wasn't successful, there would be no Marvel Cinematic Universe. That is true. Yeah. It's true. I like the second Blade. He kicked the second it off. Blade was actually pretty cool. Yeah, second Blade, Blade was in the Blade series. The John the yeah. Blade was. Eh. It was that's funny that's though. I just loved Blade. seeing Triple H. I thought that was Yo, hilarious. He played greet him through the uh, concrete. <laughs> I remember that. Of course, <laughs> of course, of course he did. You know the um, the other movie I liked a lot as a kid growing up. It came out in '89. Mm-hmm. Was the was the first Punisher with Dolph Lundgren, and that was fucking brutal. Like mm-hmm. he was brutal to dudes, mm-hmm. man. And some of the stuff oh, they came up green. with, yeah, some of the stuff that they came up with, how he killed people was fucking awesome. Like when he he hung this dude with this little tiny rope. Guy was just like you know one of the mafia guys who's just walking around. All of a sudden, you see this little string coming out, like, <laughs> you know, like, just, like this little shit, man. But it was, but it was believable. Like he was really. A he's a big, ass. massive man too. This is like yeah, yeah. Ivan Drago, and, and, right? And the guy that's playing him now, who I really like. He's short. Like, John Barenthal? Yeah. Yes, he's a short man. Um, short, but he's short intense. man. He's intense, though. Like, oh, no, he, he's great. When he's on you, it's like, yeah. damn, this yeah. little, you got to little motherfucker off. <laughs> so should he have been Wolverine instead? <laughs> should he have been well, Wolverine instead? They're talking about know. John Barenthal as yeah. Wolverine? Yeah. He could do it. 
I think he can do it. I think he can do it. I also like uh, Logan is one of the one of the best Marvel movies of all time. That actually was Logan. Logan was fucking ridiculous, and the way it should be him chopping people's limbs off. Like, yeah. oh, it was so visceral yeah. and just like yeah. scene was the hotel Did you ever read the comic of it? Uh, uh, old, old, man old Man Logan? Yeah. I, I, I've, I've, skimmed, I've skimmed through a little bit of it. That comic That's is the, nuts. Yeah, it's a little after my time, but I um, I really love the movie, the direction, everything so about good. it was great. And they, uh, they're talking about, I don't know if you guys have watched The Boys yet. Yeah, no, I watched it. I have not. I haven't seen oh it. My God, Everyone so keeps telling me that. They're like, watch that shit, bro. Watch it. It yes. is actually really yes. It is crazy. So I'm not going to say anything else, but. Uh, I'm going to watch it. You could talk me about too. it. Me too. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. We can bubble them out. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. You can... So, Patty. The guy, I don't want to say his name, but the guy that acts as though he's the FBI agent at first. Yeah, I know they're, you're talking talk, about, they're talking about him being the guy instead of the guy well, who's the same well, guy as the other guy. Well, they're, <laughs> ta- they're talking about him might be playing Wolverine. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about some other stuff, but okay. No, no. Okay. The guy that was the, the guy that's that's hunting the main guy in the boys. No, no, no. I know what you're talking about, but I thought you were talking about another theory that they had. Like, oh no, no. What the after this? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. I know. I didn't watch season two yet, but. No, no, I haven't watched season two yet, but it, but it got to do. Well, have you ever read the comic book, The Boys? No, no. Okay, I not. wait. There, hold on, wait. There's a comic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, mean, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. I can't tell you about it because I'm gonna have to find a comic you, before I watch you, the show. Okay, it, it, it's that I know they're not going to do it based off of how the story went because you know they have their own cinematic universe or television universe. Mm-hmm. Sure. But, uh, that's why I said certain things because well, based I can't tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, let's not get into it. Let's not get into it. But um, uh, but he was playing Wolverine. The uh, dude was playing Wolverine. The guy who- they're saying he's. It's a possibility that he could be the next one. Okay, I like him. I like. He's very rugged. He kind of reminds yeah. me of Punisher at the same time. As, right, you know but I mean? he kind of looks like kind of looks like Hugh Jackman. Yeah. You know, yeah but can he yell? <laughs> he said, "But can he yell?" <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, can he do the claw? Pop? Does he have a, the right amount of chest veins when he yells? Yeah, he's got that, everything else down. He said chest vein game on point. Yeah, what does the cybers look like? Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're Yo. there. They're there, and his hair is there too. Man. He's checking all the boxes: cyburns <laughs> check, chest veins right. check, right. taco meat, um, taco. taco meat. Oh shit! I'm dead. <laughs> Let me see you splash out of water with a bunch of cables. <laughs> One time. Yeah! I like that. Give this I'm man like, the job. Give that man the job. <laughs> right, 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 right. Oh, man. We don't have to look any further. Um, yeah. Oh, this yeah. has been great, man. I think this. I think that's a great segue to wind it down. I honestly did not expect this to go, all the different tangents it went. I'm so glad that it did. Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. You got to be on again, man. Yeah. Or you got to be here. Certainly. One of those, man. Oh, or or you can do a I know uh, uh, in uh, off location yeah, I'll yeah bring, I'll bring, let's go I'll bring the I'll bring the roadcaster and we'll set engine. up and we'll do something yeah. yeah. send the owl yeah dude because <laughs> <laughs> this was I, I mean I, I expected it to be fun but this is like way more fun than I was anticipating oh, yeah. like this yeah, is a really I had, good time I had a blast, I had a blast yeah. for sure um, 
if you'd like, you could take this moment to let anybody know about like your social medias, if they want to check okay. up on you and find anything that you have coming out. And uh, we'll definitely still add that in all the descriptions of all the video and uh, any of the episodes as well. So at this awesome. moment, go ahead, Matt, take them up. So my website is www.matthewpike, Matthew with one T, matthewpike.com. But my stage name is Pike Matthews. So that's what, um, you know, that's what they'll see. So there's no confusion. I will be releasing my five song EP mm-hmm. later this fall. And I've already began work on a full length that I'm going to release either late, late this year or early next year. Lovely. And also I am on a, um, a release from Jeff Barone. I do a, a few uh, vocal tracks on his release that's coming out the 23rd. It's called Grim. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'll be on there. Check out jeffbarone.com. Jeff, G-E-O-F-F-B-A-R-O-N-E.com. And I think that's pretty much it. Um, I also work with Joe from STEM and we put out <gasps> music, music for for advertising wait, so that's one of the wait, reasons why wait, i went to one minute yeah nope. are you talking about he this said is, that no, no we got see see we gotta we gotta act now that's gotta be a to be continued okay all right, yeah, all right. we'll talk we about there. this off the air yeah. but <laughs> no, we, gotta, we, we gotta talk about it when we off the air and when we when we go there yeah yeah absolutely Yes, but once again, everybody, thank you for following us. Thank you for continuing to watch us and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, We're going to have both versions of this available for you on iTunes as well as pushstartmedianetwork.com. And then we're going to have the full video version on our YouTube channel at just at pushstartmedianetwork. So, Matt, thank you once again for being a part. We're definitely going to have a lot more going on in the future. And, uh, you know, best of wishes to you on everything you're doing endeavor-wise. I appreciate you having me on. It's been an honor. I really did enjoy myself. And uh, I'm looking forward to the off-site episode. Yes. Yes.